we should go into middle school with a camera and do this commentary. This is a bad idea already. Bad idea already. <laughs> no, I know it is. I'm not... <laughs> Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It's lunchtime in Rome. Tonight's episode 207, entitled Emotional Needs That Clash. Why do you clash with others? Perhaps your emotional needs don't match up with theirs. It's sneaky and can go unnoticed in all types of relationships. We'll be looking at that this week at the table. So pull up a seat and join us. First-time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or watch us live or later at youtube.com forward slash lunchtime in Rome. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com, and while there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and please do give us a five-star review. Jay, what is this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12.15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice, and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone, and what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 or 20 minutes of the podcast, and we talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12.15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is lunchtime in Rome. Band is back together. I was going to say, it's good to have all the boys back in, in the studio. I'm just like all grins tonight, because I just, I, it is so good to see you guys. The boys are back in town. Yeah. Boys are back in town. I say we start with Chris, because you've been out, you've been away. Yeah. Oh, I've got some... Great update. I've got good news. I've got sad news. I've oh, got that's good. all the things. I'll, I'm going to start with good news, though. Oh. Um, Coke was great. Um, I don't think we've ever had such good weather. And that's that's weather is one of the big reasons that we in in these past few years have insisted on going for two weeks because it's like right. uh, if you get into like a three day, you know, rainy time, windy. Yeah, wh- whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's like, okay. Right. This, this week is ruined. shot. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. like, I, we only had two beach days or two, you know. Okay. I know. I, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which is double your normal amount. <laughs> uh, listen, you'll be, you'd be impressed. We went, we were very active. But anyway, um, that being said, two weeks and there was really only one day that was mostly rainy. Mm-hmm. So we really lucked out weather-wise. And the first week, we, when you guys were gone as well, um, low humidity did you guys enjoy that like for the first part of the week we did Mm -hmm. yeah yeah second week was much more humid but um we had a great time we did um a lot more beach go ahead yeah right i mean and and just days (laughs) yeah we doubled it no in the daytime though we did listen we did daytime beach (laughs) we did evening beach we did several so we rented kayaks for our first week there Mm. and we (laughs) We love hanging out at the sound. So, um, what is the sound? The sound is like the 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 inner shore that like doesn't bay? have like all the waves. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. And now, it's, wait, do you get there from the bay? Okay, so here's the thing: is uh-huh. like there are paths. You guys might remember this from when you, you were down there. Like the um, canals. You go not not the canals, but no. like there's a path. Do you remember Springer's Point? I it's remember like hearing black, that term. Blackbeard's yeah. hideout. It's over on the other side of the village. Yes. And yeah. we would like walk back trails and then you come out and it's like this nice little sandy beach on the sound. But it's just the sound. So it's not, there aren't really waves. There, there might be like tiny little waves, but basically it's no waves. It's kind of where we watched fireworks, wasn't it? No. 
not at Springer's Point, but that was also the whole village. Oh, borders I know where Springer. I remember because the yeah. day that by Amy the lighthouse. Yes, back yeah. behind the lighthouse. I remember yeah. when Amy wasn't fe- feeling well. I like rode my bike all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brian's like, can yeah. I come back in ten minutes? Or so? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm already checked out. <laughs> so it's become a popular place in like, especially like a windy day on the beach. You go to the sound side; it's not nearly as windy. But it's a pain in the butt because the only way to get back there is to walk trails. And if you want to take an umbrella or chairs or kayaks, anything, well, that's the next part of my story. So we've been searching for, well, what's the best way to like, if we want to be there for a few hours, we want more than just like a towel with us, you know, but hiking back those trails is a pain in the butt. So we decided we were going to try kayaks and that worked really well. So we rented kayaks and yeah, you had to take them like out of the Harbor and around the corner of the Island over to Springer's point. And it, we did it like three times. Um, everybody have their own kayak or did you like, double we actually up? doubled up. Yeah. yeah. So kids, you, and you rented them for the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The kids rode together and Amy and I rode together and, and we had a great time with that. That's what awesome. a good brother Ben is. Oh my gosh. He's so good. And then you guys saw the picture. We did something we've never done. The last Friday we were there. Well, just this last Friday. Um, yeah, you did. We if rented ben, a boat. If Ben was a, uh, lifeguard, he would be Buoyant Ben. Baywatch Ben. Baywatch uh, Ben. Which, like man, it. he looked like he was something with. out of Baywatch. Didn't he Baywatch look the part? The he looked yeah. like he was going to save somebody. He was boating Ben. Oh, okay. Ben. okay. Yeah. He did, though. I mean, like, if, yeah. if you look at that picture. Dude, he and, looks like he's in control. And didn't know him. Yeah. yeah. You would think he actually owned the boat. Right. Yeah. He had made a lot of money early on in his career. This is why was had, actually confident. I had to snap a picture of it because I turned around. I'm like, bro. You look good. <laughs> like, I've got to get a picture. You got to send this to your girlfriend right <laughs> <Yes>. now. <laughs> he looked like casual and carefree, like his shades and his his hair blown in the wind, and he had his he had his polo shirt, you know, the, the button undone, so it's yeah. sort, sort of flapping in the breeze. He just yeah, he looked really comfortable behind the wheel too, it, right? Yeah, yeah, he looked like he was on a mission. He, you know, like he just whatever. came back from like a Tony Robbins concert, and <laughs> <laughs> it's like I could conquer the world now. <laughs> Right after the picture's taken, he's like, Dad, please take the wheel. Please take the wheel. <laughs> no, he kept asking to do it more. It was it yeah. was really fun. He and I basically shared those duties and it was, May it I was ask a lot of yeah. how much? Um it was I mean, for the Davidsons. I mean for money's the, not an object. For the day it was about three hundred. Oh, that's not bad. No, I don't feel like no, that's we, bad at I all. I mean <laughs> the jet skis? No. Or, oh, we paid 170 bucks for a oh, twenty minute escape room. room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right well yeah right so we we went for a lesson yeah i was gonna say did you have to do some kind of training i would yeah. imagine and he he took a you know and i have it i one time that's a lot of trust that's a lot of trust oh i'm sure boats so. are expensive these You're are signing some things off these sure, are cheaper sure. boats not that they're bad but they're basically like well i guess a lot of boats are plexiglass but it's basically like just a plexiglass shell okay and with a nice motor on it i forget it's a suzuki something something that uh, somebody isn't that, else isn't that what that submarine was <laughs> too soon yeah just plexiglass too soon. Um, yeah just plexiglass I can't believe it didn't work so and like very minimal it's not like you get on and it was all cushy and lots of it was very bare bones right right, right. but it it was fun yeah and and we did so they're, I, they're I, giving you license to go out in yes. the middle of the ocean and you had one lesson for like what a, an hour maybe ha, yeah even less <laughs> i'd say 20 to 30 minutes and we weren't i mean we were on sound side you weren't allowed to take it out into the ocean so it was but you are out in the water mm-hmm. a long way mm-hmm. we even rode over to 
um, Cuba. A, a neighboring <laughs> island where there is a a ghost town now because it used to be occupied, you know, similar to, to Ocracoke, but um, hmm. not anymore. That's so interesting. We like, were you able to get out and dock? Or? Yeah, really. That's where I. That's where I ran into the dock. I told Brian heard this story <laughs> last night, but um, I haven't ri- driven a boat since uh, a, a pontoon boat up on Canadota Lake, which on Titusville, Never way up there. And uh, that was when I was like a teenager. So the bo- boats drift. I don't know if you know this. They do. And you don't need to come in with a lot of heat. Right. There's there's some momentum. <laughs> yeah. not, not a lot of friction. It'll coast. You got to plan ahead yeah. before you want to stop. And I thought I did. And have reverse on lock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I... <laughs> um, I didn't have that either. Oh, uh, no. I totally... As I realized... <laughs> This is so terrible. As I realized I was coming in a little too fast, I hit the throttle there the wrong you go. way. There you go. I hit it the wrong way just for a split second, but it was like, oh, no, stop. Oh, gosh. So anyway, it wasn't a horrible crash, but we did run into the dock harder That's than awesome. it would have been. That is awesome. You know. Did they have like little bumpers or was it just like no, tires or anything? No. <laughs> Wood on plexiglass, huh? It wasn't that bad, thankfully. I asked the guy. There was a guy there, like an attendant who does like historical stuff, and he was like, "Oh, I was trying to wave you into this other part of the dock." I ha- I didn't see him at all. He's in this bright fluorescent green shirt waving me in. <laughs> I didn't see him at all. I was so laser so focused, hitting the throttle. <laughs> yes, <laughs> classic Chris. So we had a great time, anyway. But that's, that's a good a, story because you didn't cost you any extra, right? No damage, right? No damage. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I mean fine. a little bit of self respect, but that uh-huh. makes for, yeah. that's how I thought. I was like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so no embarrassed. wonder Ben <laughs> wanted to drive. So much no dad let me let me it's cool dad i feel like a natural lily's still crying yeah that's awesome um, yeah it was a great time and then the sad news of course is uh our dog zelda as jay puts in quotes she was dog like um no she was our puggle our you know our, her sister willow died about a year ago shocked us all last june yeah but this one uh not so shocking. She's been an old lady for a long time. So we were we were prepared for it. You know what I mean? Like, it was kind of, when it happened, it was sudden. Especially because, like, well, we're out of town. We left her with my mom for a couple weeks. And and she just, like, went downhill. My mom did an amazing job taking care of her. Um, really, really good uh, <laughs> babying her in her final days. Aww. Uh, but Aww. we had to come home. We came home Sunday night. Monday morning, I drove up to Titusville to pick up Zelda, drove her straight to the vet. Welcome home. I know. Drove her straight to the vet, and they were like, yeah, it's it's time. So that was it. And which of your fam? Sorry. I was going to say no more I thing. No more. I know. They didn't let you keep it. Just in legend. (laughs) (laughs) Chris is going to dip it in in gold. (laughs) The irony is the I thing didn't die. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow it remains. She was always, uh, it was always going to be her hatchling. Like, apparently it was growing. Oh, man. For for context, for for the table, Zelda had a growth on her eye that just kept getting bigger and bigger. It looked like a very large black teardrop. Huge black teardrop. From a giant. And it wasn't cancerous or anything it was you know we had it checked out but it is what it my question was was, which of your family members if any was this saddest for because i mean it's yes it was i mean it was a disgusting dog (laughs) and i love dogs but it was your disgusting dog yeah she's pretty gross uh (laughs) i i think i think probably amy 
Oh, see, I told you. Yeah, but but not sad, sad. Like that's the thing is like right. she she felt the nostalgia of it, and I mean our kids grew up with these dogs, yeah. And so she was searching through pictures to post and like posted so a many bunch. pictures. Yeah, posted yeah. a bunch with of, the kids. Yeah, right. I said I think she was being more nostalgic about the kids. Like looking at the pictures of Ben as a little boy sure, when they got sure. Zelda. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Kids okay with it? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, um, we all, to some extent, had come to terms with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. She had a close call a couple months ago. Yeah. Like I really thought that was going to be it, and then she rebounded. Um, so I, you know, we've we were kind of prepared. Yeah. Mentally. Well, That's I, a tough way to come back. Yeah. I mean, even, even if you're prepared, blah well, blah blah. Yeah. And like, even if you're not sad. You know, whatever. It's a lot of doing. Like right yeah. when you come mm-hmm. back, like yeah. right. Ugh. Well, and the transition from vacation is always right. You have to go and, to the store. Right, right. Even that, like, it's like, <laughs> right. oh my gosh, now we got to drive to Titus back to real life. Put yeah. my dog down <laughs> yeah. and um, go to the store. Speak, <laughs> speaking of cats, <laughs> oh right. So um, I don't, I can't go into too much of it. Um, but the cats, cats are fine. Okay. We we thought Joe Bell was was gone for a couple days but she reappeared and she she had this huge change we she's always been this super independent little cat that you know she decided as we discussed a few episodes ago she wanted to be an indoor outdoor cat and and so she took that upon herself to like make a hole in our screen so she could like get in and out um so when we got back, though, oh my goodness, she's suddenly the most affectionate cat. She's like, I didn't know you could. I didn't know this was even a thing. She didn't see her two other sisters and brothers for two, two sisters. Two weeks. Yeah, uh, no, it wasn't two weeks. But the other cats did get locked in a bedroom um, the last couple days we were gone. Uh, no, no worse for wear. Like they're fine. Uh, but so they were not in there the whole two weeks. Correct. Oh, okay. Yes. No, it was just the last couple days. So they're, I don't uh, know. So you opened the door and they went, what the hell? Yes. <laughs> Where <laughs> have you been? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just Lily's room. So it already smelled bad. So it's fine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, Chris, we are, I'm so excited to have you back. Thanks. Absolutely. Um, I will give a brief update and it is a, Snapshot into uh, the life that I lead with my lovely wife. Uh, Bella is in California with a friend, and Joe's never really home anyhow. So we've been uh, doing our hardwood floors this week, hardwood floor in the living room. And we've never spent so much time together as we have been. I mean, it, it's we've spent every waking hour pretty much minus an elders and a trustees meeting together. And it's, we said we feel like we're on an adventure because also like, we're doing our living room, so our TV isn't functional in the living room. So we're going downstairs into our renovated basement that we're never in. Oh, so like it kind of little... feels like we're on vacation, yeah. but this combined project, and it has been a blast, and we have had so much fun, and we've been very productive. And last night, she was cleaning up or doing something, and I, so I went down in the basement, and I was eating my dinner and watching TV, and she comes down to sit with me, which is great. And because she could have stayed up in the bedroom and looked at her phone or whatever. And it was such a great husband wife moment. And she says, hey, um, will you get up so I can plug my phone in? Because she had to move the couch to plug her phone mm-hmm. in to mm-hmm. charge. And I said, what is your phone at right now? <laughs> because that's the thing we have. She wants to keep her phone charged. Gotcha, gotcha. And she looks at me and she goes, are you really not going to get up? <laughs> I really want to know how much it was charged. <laughs> 75%. And I said, hold on. You came downstairs to where I am eating my dinner 
and you want me to move and you're trying to make me feel guilty by saying, I won't even get up for you. I said, but the fact that you just asked me to get up during my dinner is completely lost on you. Answer the question. What is it charged to <laughs> right now? She's fine. And she gets an extension cord out. And plugs oh. it so she didn't even say. 74. Oh, man. What a- but here's oh, the point, man. I'm not throwing Rachel under the bus. It seems that way. <laughs> and to a degree, nah, I am. Nah. But we, I, when I said that to her, I said, wait a minute. And I explained everything. She like was like, huh, that is a little selfish of me now, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? And we both laughed and we both had a good time. Yeah. And then we watched another episode of Murderers in the Building. Oh. Oh. Is the new season out? Two? No. But that's great that you're... Catching up on season two. Is it no. is it the Steve Martin? Yeah. Is yeah. it good? Mm. Oh, bro. Yeah, I'll tell okay. you what. It takes a little time to get some traction. Because I do okay. like Steve Martin yeah. and uh Martin Short. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's they're great together. And oh, Selena yeah, Gomez. Yeah, I mean you yeah. pair him with Selena Gomez. It's classic. They, <laughs> well, they were they did a, <laughs> it, like, it sounds weird, but it's really good. I don't I don't watch uh award shows but i saw the clip of like them doing like a, a shtick at one of the awards and it was genuinely fun like, yeah. it was it was and like playing on the old and the young and you know right yeah. i would say it was fine and then it got really good and it's really it's really good yeah it's different are you talking about season one was yeah, sort of season started one, slow it started a little slow and you're like what are we doing and yeah okay i get it you're quirky okay fine right 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 <laughs> but no it's real good um what's not been real good is <laughs> Things that have been happening to me since I've been back from vacation, and I will very quickly rattle them off. Um, He's cut them list. Starting with today, (laughs) I did a really dumb thing. I went and got myself a car wash and pulled into the car wash and had forgot to roll up the window. Oh, my goodness. Came Yeah. And and I think that they designed the car wash so that when you went in, it sprayed you. Because you were still in it? Oh, it was sort of like window. Which window? My driver's window. Like oh as soon as I pull it, fortunately I still have my fortunately I still have my swimsuit on. Was this so. at Modwash in Monroe? No, it was no. out at Doctor Brent's. Because I was going to say, there. like, there's a, an attendant there. Be like, bro, your window's still up. Like, yeah, this, no, yeah. I, I like I bought. You know, it's, it's one you pull up to. You buy the thing. You yeah, pay, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. I just completely forgot to close it. And, oh man, give me the internal monologue. Just a little bit as of panic. The water is crushing your face. Uh, like, was it like what's going on? Oh crap! I'm an idiot. No, I, I knew right away. Oh, crap. I'm an idiot. I better roll up my window. Uh, <laughs> that was funny. Um, <laughs> the other thing after that is uh, we had Chalupa in at the vets. And there's a there's a good part of this. Okay. Uh, we had Chalupa in at the vets on Monday uh, to get an ultrasound because she's been on heart medication. She there She's had some heart issues or so we thought. So anyways, we wanted to get an ultrasound to see if she could come off the meds finally, which that came back great. She can get off the meds. That's going to save wow. us 140 bucks. Oh, it's yeah. Good. You were so talking awesome. about that, or Lex was talking about it at the pool, like, because this whole testing takes a lot of money. Yeah. But in the long run, it might save you. 140 bucks a month for, for the meds. And wow. it also is going to help her kidneys because the medicine was real tough on her on her kidneys. Uh, plus, it's not like she she normally gets up like three times a night. It's almost like a baby. Wow. So it's I, <laughs> sw- I hope she sleeps through the night. But she came back from the doctors on Monday. And since Monday evening uh, up until this this afternoon, could just constant coughing and gagging and puking like every two, five minutes. What? All night. All like we haven't really slept because it, she just she couldn't stop it. Did she eat a chicken? No. What happened was. She pulls really hard on her on her leash 
um, so we we wow. off we, we normally put like this we call it a, it's a prong collar and it helps mm-hmm. to you know it'll it'll give her a little bit of a jab to tell her hey don't do that. Uh, when I took her into the vets and while she was at the vets on Monday she didn't have that on mm-hmm. and when we got into the parking lot she was pulling me really hard. So the vet thinks that she bruised her trachea and what? yeah and so and it was just like she she couldn't breathe. Uh, but it seems to be subsided now. Um, so just time will heal it. Like, time will heal it. Yeah. Came back from vacation. My robot was oh. broke. That goes in the pool. That cleans the pool. And the, the pool is green. Oh, um, my goodness. Monday morning, I woke up with a completely flat tire. Had to go buy new tires on Monday morning. And uh, did you get a good deal? McCullough's great. 200, 200 I think, two two fifty eight for... Two front ti- two new front tires, the best that they had in that, you know, that mo- mm-hmm. that for that car. Yeah. And my parents got me these wheel covers. You have to take you guys will have to take a look at them. They're oh, black. Yeah, I saw yeah, when I was over yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. And I could not get the lug nuts off. The old ones on that came with my Kia, they actually were screwed in with the lug nuts. I could not I broke a tire iron trying to get these lug nuts off. And I tried nice. each tire. I tried each tire and a couple came off on each tire, but there were just ones that were impossible. Were they cross threaded? I don't know, but the guy said that they were, the guy at McCall said that they were self-tightening. So, like, I don't know if they came back from Carvana, screwed on real tight, and then they tightened more. I couldn't get them off. So, anyways, that's another thing McCullough did. They did it completely for free. Put my new wheel hubs on. They look oh, fantastic. Oh, that's all. I didn't I know. That. That's awesome. I didn't know they it were going to do sharp, it. I just asked it's like them. black on Yeah, black. it's like black on, yeah, black, gray good. on black. Uh, and then last week I went to uh, cut, I was cutting the grass, and I went to do the um, the trimming, pulled the <laughs> trimmer core just there you go no <laughs> oh, but man. honestly i'm i'm good like all these things are just funny to me like it's just like all right i mean welcome back and and there's still so many good things to life did and you get a new trimmer no i'm gonna take it to there's a guy at the top of stotler um he he like tuned Channel up my mower. it was like 168 bucks on my on my lawnmower to like tune it up and and sharpen the blade and um there was a lot of he did a lot of stuff to it so i'm just gonna take oh, it up to him i'm not gonna mess I with it a bunch of them at the church you can borrow from the course. weed whackers yeah i mean i still have my what, other three? one yeah i still have my other one at home so i appreciate that but um this one came to me as a gift it, i was at, at um the bus stop with abby one morning last like last spring and this uh this landscaping truck went by with the trailer and the thing just fell off <laughs> and it's the, it's this really nice still like a, a great brand it just fell off right in front of me and like i sat like abby left and i sat there for like 15 20 minutes you know seeing if they come back they never came back i wasn't gonna leave it there at the bus stop for somebody else to come take so what was the name of the landscaping company i don't i don't Not a boy <laughs> no, no idea so, but anyways, that's good. And the last thing, and I'll be quick. Um, I made slide. I made the sliders the other night. Yeah, and um, they were so good, man. Such a really easy recipe to do. Um, I made two dozen of them, and I had we had leftovers last night of them. They were really good. Always a good hit. Yeah, yeah it is. I'll be quick. Uh, uh, by the way, yeah, funeral sandwiches. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the new name for them. Funeral sandwiches. Oh, okay, not new. That's what we were told. At- right, right, right. New to us. Yes. Oh, and I got to give a shout out to Lex's broccoli salad at the um, Bella's good. graduation party. By the way, thank you for everyone who attended. Uh, great event. It was fun. great broccoli salad. First thing to go. It was good. Um, I'll be quick because I know Lex's we were, like, time. broccoli salad. Uh, last week we talked about mutual giving, and uh, we experienced a little bit of that over the weekend. Um, you know, Amy was on call, and. Maggie had a birthday party to go to. Oh yeah, and uh, and we say it's not a point system, but yeah, 
getting some points on this one, you know, but, but, you know, um, but she, Amy felt so guilty because she told Maggie that she was going to take, you know, her to the birthday party. And then Maggie in her head got it that like, oh, I'm not going now. I like, no, daddy's going to take you. You know, we're going to go. It's in Greensburg, like mm, four and a half hours out of the day, you know, because we were there for the long haul and she had a blast. She was so fun. Where was it? Uh, sea base out in Greensboro. Oh, so much fun there. for parents. It's so much fun for well, parents. Well, and like, too. I didn't really know anybody and... And that's okay. It's okay. As long as you don't have to get to know somebody. I, and that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and Maggie was real cute and she, and she loved it, but it was, and, and, and Amy felt so bad and she realized like it was, and I said, I, I had to reassure, I was like, hon, I am totally fine doing this. Like, this is what it's all about. Like, I'm supporting you know, what you need right now and all that. And trust me, I'm fine. You, you give me some me time a little later in the day. We're good. You know, I just need a little, little recharge, you know, by myself and that's Mm -hmm. fine. Um, but she, she found it was more of like mom guilt. Like she's got a lot of mom guilt. Well, and I'll say, I'll say this. It's like when she was growing up and, Uh uh, you know, they'd be, they'd plan to go out somewhere and then, you know, mom wouldn't want to go. And she felt like, Oh, I, I'm doing that. And, mm. and then she realized, like, then she was like, but, you know, I am on call. This came up. This is, you know, we're making yeah. it work. She's still going, you know, well, it's not but, like it's but plan hurts B. No, no logic. Right. Right. But she, and then she, and we were cool. So, I mean, we were always cool, but she was cool with the situation. So, and you're at a place, if I may celebrate with you, where even though, you're happy to do it, whatever else. And, you know, we don't keep score, but there are points or there are no points, but we do keep score. <laughs> right. You know, like where you could have wallowed in that for a minute, but you're like, no, I got it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you didn't feel like, here I go again. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Because you know. I know I'll, you know, I'll be able to recharge and do something else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because she's got your back. Right. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And it's nice to not have those conflicts. That's right. Because sometimes in relationships, there are conflicts. And by that, I mean all the time there are conflicts. And more often than not, in any relationship, specifically a romantic or a husband-wife kind of a thing, but really in all relationships, you tend to have the same fight over and over and over again with just different details, different circumstances. And they're rooted as we have talked about now for 206 episodes in your emotional needs. And what we wanted to talk about tonight is the fact that some emotional needs, if you have a high amount of that need and the other person in the relationship, and again, this is true of all relationships has a differing need. Sometimes they clash. And so we wanted to take a look tonight so that if you're listening, you're sitting here at the table with us, you identify, hopefully you've gone to the relational needs questionnaire. You found out what your top three emotional needs are, and you might have a little more heads up as to what emotional needs clash with yours. Uh, When I sit down with a couple in my pre-marriage teaching, I always give them the relational needs questionnaire, and then I look at their results and I point out you know, to them, any of these that tend to clash to give them a heads up. And we work through that. So I thought, well, you shouldn't have to get married by me to have to get this. Let's just do this together. Yeah. And I'm starting to wonder if maybe this doesn't become a two parter. Um, I mean, I'm not saying we can't bang it out, but like, this is really fascinating stuff to me to see like almost like a matrix of, you know, what works, what doesn't. And like Jay said earlier, it gets a little a little heady, a little nerdy, uh, the more you get into it. But the cool thing is the more you get into it, 
the more you're realizing about yourself and your partner or, or you know. Yeah. Yeah. So the emotional needs and the needs with which they clash. So if you have a high need for acceptance. Let's define that. Okay. So acceptance is like you need someone to accept your faults. And that is them showing that they care about you if they if they accept you for who you are. Yeah, you're you know you really need to know that you are loved even though you've made mistakes. Loved even though you know you've made mistakes. And the needs with which they cl- with which they clash, respect, and these are in no particular order. Respect, security, uh, attention, and comfort are the ones that we've put out there. And with security, it's the fact that there's no stability. You know, if you're always like, if you have a high need for security and your spouse is always coming to you, are we okay? Or is everything okay? Did I make you mad? Like, who am I in love with? Mm-hmm. You know, who am I? Or if you have an employee that's always, you know, you have a high need for security as the boss and your employee keeps coming to you saying, did I screw up? So did the I person that's coming to say, did I screw up? Is everything okay? That's the person with a need for acceptance. Correct. Right. Okay. And the person with the need for security, why does that rub them the wrong way? You said because no stability. I, I, right. As, as a, if I have a high need for security, I need to know that I can count on you. Mm-hmm. That you're going to be the same every day. That you're who you are. And if you're wishy-washy and uh, always worried and, and always see. checking in, it's like, gosh. And again, these aren't necessarily catastrophic, mm-hmm. but you'll find, oh, wait, that's why we always. Yeah. Uh, they can uh, really start to get your With acceptance you know, um, and attention, it's if the person has a low <laughs> need for attention. Why are you laughing? No, that's, that's it. Because. I'm laughing at that scenario in my head because someone with a high need of acceptance, if they are approaching their their loved one and being like, you know, is everything okay? Did I do something wrong? And that person is immediately because of their low need for attention, immediately feels put upon, like like it's sucking the the energy from them. Well, play that out though. So they don't want to have this conversation (laughs) go any further, right? So what do they respond? It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> now, Eric, as somebody with a high need for acceptance, <laughs> yeah, what are you assuming at that point? And no- nothing is fine. <laughs> it's all bad. <laughs> like everything's well, fine. It's funny because um, it's funny that we say this because Amy and I both have a high need of acceptance, and we both have a low need for attention. God, but our go-to is. Just to reassure ourselves, like if, if Amy's like kind of like in a in a funk, right? Either something's going on at work or something like she's annoyed with something here at the house or Having whatever. Having nothing to do with you. We literally will ask each other or or me, you know, vice versa. Mm-hmm. We'll literally ask each other, are we okay? Mm-hmm. And when she says yes, then I'm good. Right. Like then it's, then you I can mean, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, you know, yeah. feeling for her, but I'm like, all right, we're good. So... I can not feel anxious or yes. whatever. You, you get to lean in a little bit easier yeah. and like, yeah. yeah. And, and what's the, like, what's the, the boundary for somebody that does have a high need for acceptance? Because you do need to check in from time to time. Hey, how are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, like, well, and that will happen. Like she'll say, like, I'll say, are we good? And she'll say, yes, but we really need a date night soon. Mm-hmm. Or we really need to just, sync and talk about so yes but i'm not we won't be as great unless we do something else right we need to have a date night or we just need to we need to get together and do like maintenance not on our relationship but just like we need to we need to talk about the week and we together oh okay you know we also need to build more of us Mm -hmm. 
you know, because each of us as individuals are being torn apart. Mm -hmm. So we've got to build up the we. But to answer your question uh, more technically, uh, Brian, I would say that for somebody who has a high need for acceptance and you said, how do I, you know, what can I do to not bother the other right. person? I mean, it's to yeah. trust that the other person is being open and honest mm -hmm. and vulnerable because what happens is, and, th and that person has to be. Mm -hmm. So they actually, because it can, it can be a situation where the person with a high need for acceptance bothers the other person and they come up, are we okay? I mean, yeah, we're, we're fine. Or they go, no, listen, there's something that's wrong. And the person that has a high need for acceptance melts down. Mm -hmm. So now the other person has learned, don't tell mm -hmm. them when something's wrong because mm -hmm. that's yeah. going to be a whole ordeal. Right. And I don't want to have this. So right. now they're conditioned to not believe you when you say everything's fine. So mm -hmm. we've got to be mm -hmm. open and honest. And the person who has a high need of acceptance, you know, like Eric, it's sort of a miracle that she can say to you, yes, we're fine. Mm -hmm. And you go, okay, good. Yeah. Because old you would be like, we're not fine. I right. definitely I'm sure something. there's something wrong. Something else is going on. Yeah. I said this a couple episodes ago too, but like, let your yeses be yeses, your noes be right. noes. Like we right. live by that now. We didn't used to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I can see respect from um, somebody who keeps coming to you. Are we good? We good? We good? We good? Don't you trust me enough, right? To mm -hmm. to know that we are. And and do you think I'm lying? Right. So I can get rid of the respect one really yeah. easy. What about comfort? Yeah, that, I find that fascinating. Like that, it's if I may correct me if I'm wrong, but if someone comes to you in need of acceptance. And you respond with comfort, you are... Well, no, you're responding with comfort. You oh, have a high need for comfort. Oh, right. So you're prioritizing comfort. And so you automatically... Like somebody comes to you and says, oh, I'm so... Did I screw up? And you're like, no. And, and you want to comfort them. Mm -hmm. And so you just end up thinking that it's your... That it's their... Like, sorry, let me go backwards. The person with comfort could approach the person with acceptance. Okay. And says, oh, I really got hurt today. So the person with acceptance, the entire time is listening... Thinking, how is this my fault? Oh, right. Making it about them. That's the way I wanted to put that. Mm, yeah. So Got the person it. with comfort that is makes more sense. needs comfort. And the acceptance person is making it about them saying, well, I don't understand. How, how did I hurt you in this? No, you didn't. Right. Well, now you did because you, you know, the person with acceptance yeah. has a guilty conscience. They're just mm. assuming it's their fault. Always. So the person who needs comfort <laughs> is not being comforted. So therefore it's going to clash. Like how, I mean, I can hear it right now. How many times do I have to tell you, you know, that it's not you. I just need to get this off my head. Oh, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> right. Because now, oh, this is Amy and I have over the years had that type of argument over and over again because, and she's the comfort person and I'm, I'm the acceptance person in that scenario. And it's, it's that exact response where she's like, no, I just need you to hear me. And I immediately am like, I'm terrible. I'm not even hearing her. Like, this is, <laughs> I keep making it about myself. Yeah. Um, the next one is affection, and obviously the definition of affection is the need for um, affection you to feel affection and <laughs> physical, uh, physical, and verbal, yes. and physical right. expressions of love. Right, hugs, great words, whatever. Um, respect. <laughs> <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> for what these weak people need. Go on. Respect and attention, um, and I can see a uh, low need for attention. Yeah. Or a low need yes, yeah, for, for attention. Yeah, low need has, for attention. Yeah. And so yes, yeah, somebody that desperately wants affection and you know, come tell me how great I am, and you know, surround me with your love. And if you if you have a low need for attention, you're not probably. It's probably not going to be something in your mind. 
to do that. And well, when, wait. When we say low need, we're also talking about um, it. It could be so low that it is. It's a negative need. Right. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's right. one of your lowest. Right. Yeah. Don't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's my point. Like, just think mm-hmm. of the swarming person mm-hmm. who wants hugs, kisses, whatever oh, yeah. else. Right. And the person that doesn't want any attention. Well, mm-hmm. okay. Um, I don't want attention. I don't want to give attention. I don't want to give a fa- I don't want to be left alone. And it's funny, like, and it's not always true because, like, I don't like a lot of attention, but I like a good hug, mm-hmm. you know? I think it, I think it can be per- person dependent. Like, you know, if you do have a high need for affection. Um, well, and, like, I don't have a high need of attention, but I, that doesn't mean I don't need any attention. You know right, what I mean? which means you fall in the middle. Right. <clears throat> and, by the way, this is tendencies and patterns mm. and characteristics they're not absolutes yeah going back to the respect class i don't know if i fully understood that uh respecting one's personal space ah okay. so imagine if you will uh every time uh i walk in the door mm. and rachel decides <laughs> no not you i was like Brian, I appreciate your honesty, man. <laughs> That's great timing. <laughs> you know, the the one spouse walks in the door and the other person, oh, I just want to hug. I just want to hug. And the person who walked in the door goes, can you just let me put my bags down? Mm-hmm. Can you just let me, you know, give me my space? I'm uh-huh. just not here to be your, you know, hug talk mm-hmm. toy or whatever else. Right. Like, you haven't even thought about what am I coming in the door with? Like, I feel very disrespected in this moment. Interesting. <laughs> Eric's Eric's the anti-respect guy. <laughs> it's like, wow, one would think that. You, you, guys, you guys have a problem. <laughs> uh, next one is uh, appreciation, and things that clash with this are acceptance and belonging, which feels like the relationship is dependent on the appreciation. appreciation. Yeah. So if I don't appreciate you, oh, my fault. Uh, uh, you know, I I don't. I didn't meet your need, mm-hmm. you know, that the whole the relationship is dependent upon the appreciation. I mean, if you have a high need of appreciation, that's really probably not going to clash much except in those situations, I don't think. I mean, feel free to tell me wrong. And, and by the way, appreciation is ah, yes. um, needing someone to tell you the things that you are doing are appreciated. I was wondering if you could do it without using the word. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> but it's but it's specifically like the things that you're doing. Expressing yeah. value, value in a deed or Thanks. a characteristic. A deed or yeah, there you go. You know, those things you do. You know, um Yeah. So I didn't find much conflict, you know, if you have a high need of appreciation. I mean again It's just a thing. It can be attention. <laughs> you know, if you have a low need yeah. of attention. You know, like, hey, did you see the I mean, because I have a high need of appreciation, Rachel has zero need. Right. Zero, zero, right. zero. But even that isn't a conflict. Um, you know, but if I'll tell her, Hey, did you notice the grass mm-hmm. stealing the need? So now whenever I cut the grass, she goes, Oh, grass looks nice. Yeah. Done. Mm-hmm. But she also well, doesn't have a high need of acceptance or belonging. Does she appreciate your cooking and things like that? I know Brian, you're number one on the list of, of appreciating Jay's cooking. Oh, does she appreciate it? Yeah. Yes. Is she overt about it? No. Okay. But she also doesn't value it that much. Like, I could feed her hot dogs every day. Uh. And she'd be like, ooh, honey dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Literally what she said the last night of vacation, we had scallops 
and all of the best leftovers. Oh, the I best. come home with two pounds of scallops. And like we eaten had like three kings. hot dogs left over from the first night. <laughs> and she walks up and she goes, ooh, hottie dogs. Who are those for? <laughs> I said, you may have one. Oh, good. Oh, my god. Her and Maggie had one. But she is a gem. <laughs> yeah, but if, if the relationship is dependent upon you appreciating me, that can get old. Got mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. So next is attention to round out our uh, emotional needs. Let's start with A. Attention is <laughs> very clearly we've we've called it the black sheep of the of the emotional needs family. It's you need people paying attention to you. I used it again in the definition. Mm-hmm. I can't not. Yeah, it's tough not to. What was the word? Oh, we were on on vacation. I said to um, presuppose. No, it wasn't presuppose. Um, presumptuous. And you're like, what does that mean? And I said, oh, yeah. And I was like, how do you define presumptuous without <laughs> using the word? And I said, it's assuming before the fact. Ah, there you go. But then I made fun of myself because you'd be an idiot to pres- to assume after the fact. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I assume the four of us are going to sit here tonight. <laughs> like, of course. <laughs> but uh, once again, attention uh, is acceptance. If you have a low need of acceptance and somebody needs attention, um, Actually, I mean high need of acceptance is what I mean. Oh. Well, um, if you have a high need of attention and you keep going to somebody, hey, did you pay attention to me? Change it. Did you pay attention to me? Uh, pay attention to me. The person's going to be like, oh, shoot. Right. Oh, did I screw up? Did right. I not what, pay attention? What oh, am I doing wrong? Right. And then again, respect. Mm-hmm. Respecting the personal. I mean. It's amazing how many of these. Re- oh, respect's up there. <laughs> yep. As I was working on that, I'm like, you know, I'm not bagging on people with high need of respect, but. You can be disrespected mm-hmm. in so many different ways. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I've felt so disrespected <laughs> for well, over right. my like, years. Because that's I have, hard. And I have a high need for respect. And if I see like an attention whore, you know, like somebody that has an enormously high need for attention, I'm like, I'm over that. Like, like don't you? So I go to, don't you have enough respect for yourself that you're comfortable? And you don't need to do this and act like a like a three year old in a you know. So Temper- I, yeah. So you're right. well, they're, they're, they're not getting it, so they're stealing it. You're, sure, you're, right. But they have more self respect. Yeah, but you're also getting attention in certain situations in your life too. So you're a respect pimp. <clears throat> they're an attention whore, but you're well, trying to for a second. There. I'm saying you have a healthy attention that's getting. And he's talking about his need for respect. I know, but we're talking about attention. And he's talking about it. I'm talking about it from the, he has no respect from from the perspective of somebody right. with a high need for or a, you know a high need for respect, looking at somebody that just is absurd with their need for attention, and <laughs> what just the fact that you put the value judgment on it. They, they have, <laughs> I have a very healthy high need for respect, <laughs> but they're absurd. They're for so attention. dumb, <laughs> and my need for high respect is valid. <laughs> but I miss the I I I. I how do I say this? I I'm remorseful for the fact that Brian, you said I have a high need of respect, and I wanted you so bad to be like, no, 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 no. I have a high need of respect. No, my respect. No, mine's even more. Uh, belonging, high need for belonging, which is feeling like you are part of the group, part of the group. That you that your relationship with another is valued and matters. Correct, and that's Eric's very high on this one for sure. Yep. 
Um, so how does respect uh, clash with the need for belonging? Because <laughs> it's on there. The same way it does with affection. You know, the person has a high need or belong. Hey, we're good, right? We're good, mm-hmm. right? Oh, we're good. Everything's good, right? Why wouldn't we be good? We're good, right? And right. so it's just the checking in. It's the mm-hmm. it's the invading their space. Mm-hmm. And then security here too. You can count on them. Can you count on? Them? Can you count on them? If the person's always <laughs> checking, are we okay? Are we okay? Is everything all right? Right. You know, or I'm with you guys, right? I'm with you guys. Again, that that kind of goes back to what we were talking about with acceptance too. Like, yeah, come on. Like, you right. don't trust you, me enough to. That's even yeah to the respect. Right. It's funny. Like we were talking about this, and then like you can kind of see like oh, security in childhood, like why. Like certain kids were annoying in specific situations. Oh, sure. You know, it, it's a perfect well, illustration. Well, like I have a, I have a high need of belonging and I was always bugging my brother and his older friend. Like, you know, I wanted to be like, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? You know what I mean? Cause I wanted to be part of the group. We should go into middle school with a camera and do this commentary. This is a bad idea already. Bad idea already. <laughs> no, I know it is. I'm not saying it's, we're not like, allowed to do it, but like. I did once have to appear in court as a character witness for a kid who I had met once who was uh, arrested for uh, videotaping in a junior high. Sure, we get permission. We just go in and, <laughs> hey, we're with Lunchtime and Rome. Let's go in and let's record oh, that, the kids. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Let's press. record we're the press. kids. <laughs> we're pressed. Yeah, okay. No, let's watch them all be idiots in that environment. Because middle school, to me, is like one of the, it's, it's one it's of the worst, the worst. times. Well, it would be like a National time. Geographic. That's what I'm saying. And you could be like, oh, and look, at, look at this young lad. <laughs> watch him stalk this woman for with his high need for attention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could also put in attention on this one. I did not, but we will add it. Because imagine the 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 girl that just let's do it this way: the guy who just got his first girlfriend, mm-hmm. and so he is so excited that he's got a girlfriend, and so he's posting pictures of her every day online, and he's saying, "Look at my girl! I got my girl! My girl's the best looking girl in the world." Now she has zero need for no; she has negative need for attention. Mm-hmm. Oh. And her picture's being posted mm. everywhere. How yeah. long is that relationship working out? Oh, yeah. Interesting. And I could see that taking away from a sense of security, especially. Again, like so it's online. low need of attention, yeah. not a high need. Right, 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 right. And I could see that taking, like, clashing with a need for security, too. Like, if you're Oh, posting... she has a high need for security, low need for attention? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, you're posting my pictures online. You're, yeah. you're, I'm on social media. Stop. You're, you're killing me. Or a high need of respect and a low need Throw of attention. Throw it in there, too. Wait, I'm your girl? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm my own. Wait, 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 wait. Did you, <laughs> did, you at, did you ask me to post those pictures? Justify me in this? Dang, this is deep. Listen to us, kids. <laughs> <laughs> ah, middle school again. Here we go. Uh, next is comfort. Uh, so if someone has a high need of comfort, whoa, we have to define it. Am no, I? You have to define it. Oh, yeah, you picked it. <laughs> oh, I picked I said it. So comfort is... Uh, I'm trying not to use the word. <laughs> I still don't entirely understand it, so I'm so glad I picked this one. <laughs> you need crave. No, more than crave. You need. It's a it's an emotional need right. of someone coming alongside you. Mm-hmm. And what are they doing with your emotions? They're meeting. No, joining, joining <laughs> you in your emotions. Yeah, yeah, great, Chris. It. That's it, buddy. With comfort. No, I did not. <laughs> no, that is comfort. That's not with comfort. <laughs> yes. That is comfort. To join somebody in their emotions so that they would not be alone. They would have a shared emotional experience with you, which would then attach comfort to the grief or the pain that they have experienced. 
I think I almost got it. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. It'll take 207 episodes. 200 more episodes. It's going to take 100 more, but I'm going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> so if someone has that high need of comfort and they're in a relationship with someone who has a very low or negative need for attention, clash. Nailed <laughs> <laughs> it. Yeah, I mean, that one's kind of obvious. Like, honey, I want to, you know. Listen to me. Listen to me. Do you hear my what happened today? It's at work or at school, and I need you. And he's like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Can mm-hmm. we move on? I don't want to, you know." And then again, the acceptance that goes back to we listed it under acceptance. You know, somebody who has a high need for comfort, and they're going up to somebody who has a high need of acceptance, who takes it. We did it earlier. You yeah, know, that they feel like it's their fault. It's the mirror. It's the selfish emotional responding. They make it about them. The next one is encouragement, and that is someone who needs uh, good words and uh, attaboys and you can do it. And it's a verbal belief in mm-hmm. someone to accomplish a task or a get through an experience. And this is this is like the classic. And I love that these two uh, encouragement versus support. It's like they're facing off on the page in front yeah. of me. This is the, the one that makes most sense yes. out of all of them. I, yes, this yeah. is like emotional needs it's the 101. illustration. Yeah. yeah. Why don't we yeah. flesh that out a little bit? Right. I've seen it over and over. So, right. And I, can we use Rachel? Sure. Well? So Rachel um, has a need for encouragement. She does. And she has zero need for support. Couldn't be less. So if she's doing something, say lifting... the the floor of your uh, hardwood floors. Right. Or lifting something heavy because she's a strong <laughs> CrossFit person. Oh, don't do that. Do not try to help her lift that. Just say, you go, you, you can do this. But if you say little lady, it helps. Oh. <laughs> oh. Now we, that hits respect right there, too. Does she have a need for... That's actually interesting. I don't know where her level of respect is. No. Just in that. that. If somebody (laughs) called me little lady, it would hit me in the respect. It's a one, but it's only when people say little lady. (laughs) Well, in the right context, Chris, I think you'd like that. Um, But yeah, like with encouragement, yeah, tell me. uh, You're sanding these floors so great. No, I did the sanding. She's doing the staining. Okay. You're staining these floors so great. Whereas if the person comes with support... Oh, let me here. Let me give me the brush. Let me let me let me show you how to do this, man. Because you're doing a good job. You're about to get punched in the face. I mean, but (laughs) I I hate that. It's a perfect illustration because what we did is we did the first coat of stain last night, and we just rolled it on. It was a. (laughs) We can do shop time in Rome another time on the whole process. (laughs) Yeah, because we did it 25 years ago perfectly. I did it horrifically wrong nine years ago because of a Home Depot guy. I can't believe it's been nine years. Um, Is he Rome? No, but there was a trick with how we stained it. We've developed a hack 25 years ago. We just stumbled into it where it just spreads right on and it was perfect. Cannot remember the hack (laughs) to save our lives. We couldn't, but we went with uh, water-based instead of oil-based. It's a long story. And we rolled on the first coat last night, just rolled it on with lint-free rollers, bing, bang, boom, which left a lot of splotches. It just soaks in differently, whatever else. Right. So her solution was to, with a two-inch brush, brush, which is exactly the width of one piece no. of wood, she wow. went over it, and she would put a little bit oh more where it was gosh. light and a little bit less where it was dark. Wow. Now, let me ask you this. Who would not be good at that? Me. 
who that is married to her you. would not be good at that. Ah. So it took her three hours My to do two thirds of the living room today. And I would check in with her and I'd say, honey, said, I'm, I'm telling you, I could go ahead of you a little bit and you could fix what I do wrong in support. What are you doing? And, and then she looked at me and I went, I'm just offering. And I just turned and went back into the kitchen and knew my role. But but at least she had a lot of time there doing that to listen to podcasts. Probably mostly lunchtime in Rome. Oh, she's right? all caught up. Ironically, she was listening to a really. That's awesome. Which, which one? Dateline. It was about murder. <laughs> murder. Murder. <laughs> Murders in the building. No. So she has a high need for support, but she has. So she has no. a high need for encouragement, <laughs> yeah. no need for support. Yeah. And the illustration we always use is Bella, who has a high need of support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No need of encouragement. They clash all the time. Honey, you can clean your room. It's Take great. You five minutes. Go ahead, clean Bang your room. Up. Nope. No. Help me pick the first thing up and put it in the, in the right place. Precisely. Yep. It's funny because I have a high need of support. Um, Do you? I, I, uh-huh. Not encouragement. Um, I could use some encouragement. Right. Like it's not. It's you're, normally Eric, more one than the, on the podcast. I thanks, buddy. Um, but it's not like my support is more like I just need you to be there. Like, mm. it's not even. I don't even need like your help. But even just having somebody in the room Moral with me, support. Yeah, right. That kind of thing. Because like I I can do a lot of things, but like I appreciate, and it's also like it's kind of also tied to belonging. You know, a little bit. I was just going to say, I don't know Mm -hmm. that it's support. Right. You feel supported by them being with you. in the room. Right. But you value them being in the room more than the support. I think we're misusing support in this case. It's it's an interesting... No, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm flushing it out. But I do like... I do appreciate support. You feel supported by them being there because it gives you a sense of peace Mm -hmm. and a sense of belonging. Yeah. Right. And you've used the example where Amy can just sit there. Like you, you guys aren't even talking. You're you're even doing something, but she's at least in the room with and you. That's and belonging. That, that goes right. to belonging. Yeah. Right. right. Yep. Um, respect. Uh, <laughs> All of them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it's the need of feeling like you're valued and that you're seen. That's how I feel. Like it is. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong. No, just kidding. <laughs> just um, acknowledging somebody else as a human being. Yeah, just acknowledging somebody level. else as a yeah, human being. Right. That's right. base level. Do you yeah. have value for who you are and, and, the, and that you exist? Right. Uh, security. Let's start there because yeah. we could go for about 25 minutes on that. Um, Which at this point. Yeah, I know. Yep. With security, imagine that a person is always checking in, always making sure everything's okay. Uh, go no further than I always use the example of where when we were first married, Rachel would check in on me all the time and I have a high need for respect. She has a high need for security. And I would just feel like, what, you think I'm lying to you? You think I'm not going to these meetings that I said I'm going to? Mm -hmm. And then finally the discovery was, wait, if I just check in with you and tell you I'm fine, you won't call me all the time. She's like, no, I won't. You know, that'd be great. But think of something so simple as driving. I have a high need for respect. Mm -hmm. Rachel has a high need for security. Mm. Do you know how many times she will put her hand on the side of the door? She doesn't do foot brake. Oh, my gosh. She braces for the accident because her hand on the dashboard is going to save us all. Mm -hmm. 
It's like it's like the hand on the mattress. Like if you strap a mattress to the top of your car, <laughs> you're going on the highway 50 it's miles. Funny. I got it. Yeah. That is an overestimation of a man's grip strength. Is what that is. But she can say to me a thousand times, "Honey, I'm not concerned about you. I'm worried about everybody else." To which my need for security goes, you don't think I know what everybody else is doing? I'm well aware of every car that is on the road mm-hmm. right now. You don't need to point it out. Yeah. And we've mm-hmm. gotten to the point where I don't even take it as a form of disrespect, except I still feel disrespected in yeah. the moment. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So that is how that clashes. Mm. Interesting. I share that exact scenario with you. When I see Amy put her hand on the door or something, I'm like, you don't think I'm in control? Yeah. You th- what, what do you think is happening here? <laughs> I will tell you this. Driving out to World Vision with Jan, oh, my goodness. Like, she doesn't even care. She'll scream. She'll yell. <laughs> She's, I mean, she makes Rachel look passive. It's, it's so bad you're laughing, like, the whole time. We had a moment on vacation. I'm in the back seat. <laughs> Boothby's in the front seat. And Eric's driving. No, it was the day before. day before. May, yeah. yeah. Anyhow. And so Eric's got his, like, super-duper Honda CRV cruise control that adjusts for stoplights even Mm. i mean it's no tesla (laughs) it's not self-driving but we're coming up to a red light but because it's a honda and not a tesla it doesn't know it's a red light so it's still accelerating Mm. and we're maybe 200 feet from the intersection where there's cars and i don't want to be that guy you know but we're still accelerating (laughs) and i just went are are we going to die? <laughs> I didn't do any handbrakes because that doesn't help. I just wanted to ask a question. Are we going to die? We did not. Thudders. <laughs> My uh, Mr. Paul Peachy, he has a brother oh, or had a brother who would get so oh. furious in traffic when somebody would cut him off. So like you talk about a high need for respect <laughs> and anger. Well, that's w- where his hurts go. He had he had hammers and nails and like. Like just all these things in his glove box that he would throw at people's cars. What when hammers? They, yes, <laughs> yes. Wow. Like, like he he would have random things that when somebody cut him off, he would like. Oh my god! Chuck a hammer, right? And he he was into some other stuff. So I would be I remiss if I didn't ask. How did he die? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> car accident, heart attack. <laughs> he got oh. cut off. Oh, that, was it a car accident? No, I don't oh, know. I was gonna say like somebody shot him. No, <laughs> this is a brother I never knew. They had a bigger hammer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thor came down. Oh, man. Um, affection, depending on how it's displayed. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. Okay. Acceptance. Same thing. Belonging. Absolutely already covered. Awesome. And finally, we've reached support. Mm-hmm. Uh, support, as we just mentioned a minute ago, is the need <laughs> for someone to. No, I'm just laughing at where we're going, not what you're saying. God, the need for someone to come alongside. Give you a hand. Um, you, you feel better in a situation if you're not doing it alone. Um, Simply put, the difference between the two, encouragement is, I believe you can do this. Support is, let me help you do this. Mm-hmm. It has the biggest paragraph out of all of it them. It does. <laughs> well, let's start with encouragement. So how does support... We already covered it. <laughs> well, we've reached... I know that we've reached the end of the alphabet. So these are already... These are like the mere images of what we've talked about, right? Yeah. Well, it's a good reminder, like, you know, somebody that's going to give a high a response of encouragement is not helpful at all to somebody that needs support. I will read this just because I put it on here earlier today. Respect can feel like an unwanted support can feel like unwanted support is disrespectful by implying the person being disrespected can't do something on their own, can take it as critical. No, and that's a good way to put it. Like somebody who has a high mm. need for support will we very often give what we have or what we have a high need of. And so 
you know, somebody comes alongside you, here, Brian, let me help you do that. Well, you didn't ask for it. Mm -hmm. You don't have any, you know. And so, therefore, you take that as a sign of disrespect where they're trying to be loving. They're trying to help. Right. And very often, you know, I would say in most of these cases, people are trying to hurt you. Right. People are not waking up every day going, how can I grind the gears of the, my loved one? No, we're, we're mm-hmm. trying. And that'll go to our episodes on apologizing. You know, the worst apology, one of the worst is, well, I didn't mean to. Well, yeah, you'd have yeah. to be a sociopath yeah, right. <laughs> that yeah. you wanted to hurt me. It's a given that I love you and I trust you. I'm just trying to explain to you. Yeah. So they could be trying to support you, but in fact, they're actually disrespecting you. Um, but that's a really good way to to kind of sum this episode up is that, you know, you you get into these situations because they love you or or, or at least like you, you know. And like you said, they're just trying to help. They're trying to... Trying to love you. They're trying... Yeah, right. Exactly. And they're trying to offer what they have. But oftentimes, when they offer what they have, it's not what you are looking for. And they give you what they want, not what you need. Correct. And it's it's why this is so important, why this frustrates, I think, it certainly all of us, that more people don't understand the need for this. Yeah. Right. Because we're somewhat decent at this. And we can navigate around this. Like we go on vacation and stuff. We work through our things and we're, we still have the things that we need to, to work on. I, I say it all the time. I mean, the, the problems that Rachel and I work through and I go, wait a minute, I'm the expert. <laughs> I, right. I, I hang my hat on this. I used to say, I'm no expert. I just know this. No, I'm an expert in emotional needs. And that if it's difficult at times for me, yeah. how does anybody else have and- a chance? Right, and and there's the and then there's the ones that are aware and trying, and then there's the ones that are completely unaware. Ninety eight percent of the population. Yeah, and we have to do a better job of getting them to be more interested in deciphering and learning all of this. I, d- I think we skipped over attention. We did. Okay, that's why I shook my head no because it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but I'll add it in. I have a need of support. I was Jay like to saying your... attention doesn't matter. I'm well, going to write this down. I have a high need of support, and I'd like to hear your uh, take on it. And I appreciate you, <clears throat> your attention to detail. Um, if you have a high need of attention, it can clash with somebody who has a high need for support because you feel like it's taking from you. And, you know, I need support. I, 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 need, I need you to help me with this, but you want the attention on you. So it takes away from the support mm-hmm. is all. Gotcha. Cool. That was a great episode. That was a great episode. And that's it. And I, I, like, guess, I guess we'll be doing part, like, because we have much more. We of have this. more to talk about. Yes, there will yeah, be. Yeah, it's more the technical side of it. And we're going to, there'll be some of it will be repetitive, but I don't know that any of us are experts enough to be like, no, we tested out of it. Yeah, this is good. <laughs> this is good. No, we need it again mm-hmm. and in more detail. And maybe that'll be episode 208 because this is the end of episode 207. Please make sure if you can, give us a like or follow on social media and visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in Rome. See you next week. Adios. Bye. (laughs) That's the next part of my story. Bro, you look good. (laughs) (laughs) So imagine, if you will, uh, every time... Uh, I walk in the door. Mm. Ooh, honey dogs. You can count on them? Can you count on them? Can you count on them? Look at this young lad. (laughs) (laughs) Watch him stalk this woman with his high need for attention. (laughs) 